0: Section 1 of Benito Sereno. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nolophidian. Benito Sereno by Herman Melville. In the year 1799, Captain Amasa Delano of Duxbury, in Massachusetts, commanding a large sealer and general trader lay at anchor with a valuable cargo in the harbor of st maria a small desert uninhabited island towards the southern extremity of the long coast of chile there he had touched for water on the second day not long after dawn while lying in his berth his mate came below informing him that a strange sail was coming into the bay Ships were then not so plenty in those waters as now. He rose, dressed, and went on deck. The morning was one peculiar to that coast. Everything was mute and calm, everything gray. The sea, though undulated into long roods of swells, seemed fixed, and was sleeked at the surface like waved lead that has cooled and set in the smelter's mold. The sky seemed a gray mantle, Flights of troubled gray fowl, kith and kin, with flights of troubled gray vapors among which they were mixed, skimmed low and fitfully over the waters, as swallows over meadows before storms. Shadows present, foreshadowing deeper shadows to come. To Captain Delano's surprise, the stranger viewed through the glass, showed no colors, though to do so upon entering a haven, However uninhabited in its shores, where but a single other ship might be lying, was the custom among peaceful seamen of all nations. Considering the lawlessness and loneliness of the spot, and the sort of stories at that day associated with those seas, Captain Delano's surprise might have deepened into some uneasiness had he not been a person of singularly undistrustful good-nature not liable, except on extraordinary and repeated excitement, and hardly, then, to indulge in personal alarms any way involving the imputation of malign evil in man. Whether, in view of what humanity is capable, such a trait implies, along with a benevolent heart, more than ordinary quickness and accuracy of intellectual perception may be left to the wise to determine. But whatever misgivings might have obtruded, on first seeing the stranger would almost in any seaman's mind have been dissipated by observing that the ship in navigating into the harbour was drawing too near the land for her own safety's sake owing to a sunken reef making out off her bow this seemed to prove her a stranger indeed not only to the sealer but the island consequently she could be no wonted freebooter in that ocean With no small interest, Captain Delano continued to watch her, a proceeding not much facilitated by the vapors partly mantling the hull, through which the far matin light from her cabin streamed equivocally enough, much like the sun by this time crescented on the rim of the horizon, and apparently, in company with the strange ship, entering the harbor, which, wimpled by the same low creeping clouds, showed not unlike a Lima Intraguante's one sinister eye peering across the plaza from the Indian loophole of her dusk saya y It might have been but a deception of the vapors, but the longer the stranger was watched, the more singular appeared her maneuvers. Ere long it seemed hard to decide whether she meant to come in or no, what she wanted or what she was about. The wind, which had breezed up a little during the night, was now extremely light and baffling, which the more increased the apparent uncertainty of her movements. Surmising at last that it might be a ship in distress, Captain Delano ordered his whale-boat to be dropped, and, much to the wary opposition of his mate, prepared to board her and, at the least, pilot her in. On the night previous, a fishing party of the seamen had gone a long distance to some detached rocks out of sight from the sealer and an hour or two before daybreak had returned having met with no small success presuming that the stranger might have been long off soundings the good captain put several baskets of the fish for presents into his boat and so pulled away from her continuing too near the sunken reef deeming her in danger Calling to his men, he made all haste to apprise those on board of their situation. But sometime ere the boat came up, the wind, light though it was, having shifted, had headed the vessel off, as well as partly broken the vapors from about her. Upon gaining a less remote view, the ship, when made signally visible on the verge of the leaden-hued swells, with the shreds of fog here and there raggedly furring her, appeared like a whitewashed monastery after a thunderstorm, seen perched upon some dun cliff among the Pyrenees. But it was no purely fanciful resemblance, which now, for a moment, almost led Captain Delano to think that nothing less than a shipload of monks was before him. Peering over the bulwarks were, what really seemed, in the hazy distance, throngs of dark cows, while, fitfully revealed through the open portholes, other dark-moving figures were dimly descried, as of black friars pacing the cloisters. Upon a still nigh-her approach, this appearance was modified, and the true character of the vessel was plain. A Spanish merchantman of the first class carrying Negro slaves, amongst other valuable freight, from one colonial port to another. A very large, and, in its time, a very fine vessel such as in those days were at intervals encountered along that main sometimes superseded acapulco treasure ships or retired frigates of the spanish king's navy which like superannuated italian palaces still under a decline of masters preserved signs of former state as the whale-boat drew more and more nigh the cause of the peculiar pipe-clayed aspect of the stranger was seen in the slovenly neglect pervading her the spars ropes and great part of the bulwarks looked woolly from long an acquaintance with the scraper tar and the brush her keels seemed laid her ribs put together and she launched from ezekiel's valley of dry bones in the present business in which she was engaged the ship's general model and rig appeared to have undergone no material change from their original warlike and froissart pattern however no guns were seen the tops were large and were railed about with what had once been octagonal net work all in sad disrepair the tops hung overhead like three ruinous aviaries in one of which was seen perched on a ratlin a white noddy, a strange fowl so called from its lethargic somnambulistic character being frequently caught by hand at sea battered and mouldy the castellated forecastle seemed some ancient turret long ago taken by assault and then left to decay towards the stern two high-raised quarter-galleys the balustrades here and there covered with dry tindery sea-moss opening out from the unoccupied state cabin whose dead lights for all the mild weather were hermetically closed and caulked these tenantless balconies hung over the sea as if it were the grand venetian canal but the principal relic of faded grandeur was the ample oval of the shield-like stern piece intricately carved with the arms of castile and leon medallioned about by groups of mythological or symbolical devices uppermost and central of which was a dark satyr in a mask holding his foot on the prostrate neck of a writhing figure, likewise masked. Whether the ship had a figurehead or only a plain beak was not quite certain, owing to canvas wrapped about that part, either to protect it while undergoing a refurbishing, or else decently to hide its decay. Rudely painted or chalked, as in a sailor freak, along the forward side of a sort of pedestal below the canvas, was the sentence seguid vestro jefe," follow your leader while upon the tarnished headboards nearby appeared in stately capitals once gilt the ship's name san dominic each letter streakingly corroded with tricklings of copper spike rust while like morning weeds dark festoons of seagrass slimily swept to and fro over the name with every hearse-like roll of the hull as at last the boat was hooked from the bow along toward the gangway amidship its keel while yet some inches separated from the hull harshly grated as on a sunken coral reef it proved a huge bunch of conglomated barnacles adhering below the water to the side like a wen. a token of baffling airs and long calms passed somewhere in those seas End of section one.